0: Hey all welcome to Level Up. I am Frank and I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks! <laughs> oh, you had a little dance to that one. People really need to watch I the did. video vision of this. You had a little did. dance. <laughs> Today we are doing Level Up for Resident Evil Village, right? Yes. Now. The do, Lash. You, do you say Village or do you say 8?
1: Um, I think I say
0: 8.
2: Yeah, it's faster. Yeah.
0: Okay, so do go with eight, right
2: e. now you got me questioning myself. Like, what do
0: I say? Well, I don't know. The logo has both in it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But what do I tell people? I don't know. It's
1: eight. 8 E A. We're gonna go with eight. <laughs>
0: All right, so for Resident Evil Village, uh was developed by Capcom. Um or published by Capcom anyways. Uh it came out this year. Anything um so just before we get started, I've been hearing really good things about this game, but it's a little bit short. What did you think about the length of the game? So for me,
2: as as I get older in life and don't have as much time for games, and I can't always just spend twenty two something plus hours like I do on Pokemon, you know, Sword and Shield. Right. <laughs> but uh, right. um, I think this is perfect. Actually, it was kind of, um, for me. I think it took me about ten hours to finish it. Okay. A little bit exploring here and there, not too much though. I'm not that type of guy. Yeah, uh, I don't like to waste too much time. But um, no, but I've heard I've heard people beating it in eight um in that time frame so like eight to ten hours i mean i enjoy games that are like that If you could just lock me into a great a great like story and some awesome gameplay i don't it doesn't really bother me how short it is
0: okay uh well we wouldn't do our due diligence if we didn't mention this uh everybody who listens to the podcast is well aware daniel's stance on the situation um you played on easy correct yes okay i'm basically (laughs) saying that for daniel if he ever listens back and then he's gonna be like good frank you you're asking the hard-hitting questions over here.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, the hard-hitting questions. He played on normal.
0: <laughs> he beat in, like, the first day, because that's just what Daniel does. Like, when Stranger Things comes out, I'm like, hey, did Stranger Things come out? Did you watch any of it yet? He's like, oh, yeah, I finished it last night. started at midnight. Didn't decide to, I decided not to sleep. Yeah. The shit. You won't stay <laughs> up when we need you to. All right, so we're going over this tutorial. We're going to be summarizing the game. I'm going to give you one minute to try to summarize the entire game. Now, uh, in this one minute, do you think you're going to go for Gameplay or story? Which way are you going to lean on this?
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Both of them? Okay. You can do it? Okay. All, All right. right. No, Oh, God. There you go. The, the pressure's
0: on. Look, at, You're like gripping yeah. your chair like it's going to go away from you. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then five, four, three, two, go. Okay. All right. So you wake up in just a dark, <laughs> dark
2: forest, right? Car crash. You're like, what's going on? You get a phone call from Chris Fertility. He's like, yo, man, we have your daughter. We ain't give no shits, right? <laughs> no, that's not right. So anyway. So I'm going with this, though, is that it does play, take place sometime after uh, Resident Evil 7. About eight months, I believe. Uh, you have a daughter. Basically, your house gets ready by Chris, making Chris feel like a bad guy. Uh, you go uh, to this uh, village unexpectedly due to a car crash. You get out 30 and you hey, bam, you're there. Okay. Uh, so I'm going gameplay. Uh, gameplay, uh, I mean, I I really like it. It's the first person. I believe it's what 7 should have been. Yeah. Uh it's first person. A lot of I mean I played like I said, I played it easy because I enjoy Resident Evil games where I can just blast zombies and shit all day. Uh so I like to have the infinite amount of ammo. Uh so I really like it. uh it's a first person, uh definitely a sure this time and it has different like, layers in the layers in the game where it doesn't feel like it's always shitty.
0: <laughs> Two seconds to spare. Oh man, you can do whatever <laughs> you, want <laughs> you want now. Okay. Good stuff. So yeah. Seven was kind of the reboot for the franchise, and it feels like a lot of people are, are liking the direction that the Resident Evil games are taking. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and go into uh story. We're leveling into our first level. Boom, I'm putting in the sound effects right there. All right, I want you to explain the major plot points of this thing, okay? So um, you, you now when you said you started in a car crash, I thought that's how Seven started. Is that, Are they the same start?
2: No, Seven, you uh, drive up to a house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll talk briefly about it. Uh, basically, this is, like I said, uh, real quick when I was trying to rush everything. Uh, it's about a couple of months after uh, seven started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what happens is that it kind of seems like everything's fine. You're with your uh, uh, your wife, I, I believe it is, uh, Mia, and you're just in your house, you have a baby, and uh, everything seems to be going pretty swell. So, until uh, until just suddenly that Chris and his team raids the house and uh, takes your daughter, and then uh, kind of just like blows up your wife so uh recently after that uh you're basically got taken into a van the van crashes unexpectedly you really don't know you just kind of wake up and then after that uh you stumble upon this village so uh main point is that your daughter has these abilities you kind of find out your sort of spo- yourself spoiler or that the main character that you play as is definitely i mean i think you they probably should know that from seven. He's bas- he's definitely a bioimmune. Um, you know, you kind of turn, uh, in the game, you kind of see that, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, like your arm gets cut off and then, um, uh, you could basically just put it right back together and it just, aren't you like basically made out again. of
0: clay? That's what, from, from my understanding, it seems like you're like made out of clay almost. Yeah, I guess
2: you could kind of say that. Cause every time, uh, you get, uh, hurt or something, which I noticed early in the game was that your hands would be ripped by a hook right? Mm-hmm. You look at your hand again shortly after, and you're like, uh, you think, like, Resident, I mean, Capcom wouldn't be that lazy to not right. just leave the graphics or the scars on the hand, right? So, uh, there was something to it, and you kind of get that developed. So, basically, there's, like, this uh, fungi, fungus that's kind of, like, uh, the next level now that was supposed to be being developed uh, prior to the T-virus, so there's, like, a connection between the T-virus and, the, and this fungus. Okay. Uh, so, now, it's kind of, like, they kind of made this infinite world of mutants in a way, biomutants basically, because uh it doesn't really have to they could they could do whatever they want now and make it work. It doesn't have to just be zombies anymore. Now am I gonna miss those zombies? Definitely, but I really like the direction of this game. Besides the zombies, those typical first level zombies that you'd fight, you're fighting like these wolf characters now, like these lichens.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh um Basically, uh basically at the whole time of the story you're trying to get your daughter back and they're like keeping it keeping her from you. Uh so eventually, you know, you get your daughter back. Um and uh well you kind of you basically die at the end. <laughs> okay. Right? So yeah. if you if you if you I mean hopefully you finish this game when you're playing it. But yeah, you're dead.
0: Do you you're feel dead. like they should Gone. make two different series? One that like further expands into the fungi and the and the biomutant and one that goes into full zombies or is it is it time to go ahead and leave the zombies behind
2: no you know what that's so when i was playing eight even though i super love this game uh i if i th- okay there's a couple times where i thought about hey this might we might not ever go back to those classic zombies so I think personally, I I hope that they do like do two different paths. Mm-hmm. Here's like kind of like a classic zombie of Resident Evil, and here's like what the real story is going to go off to. Because right now we're running out of uh, remakes that they've been making over and over again. So three, what you can not if you remake four, it's not the same classic zombie. So anything now, you're not really going to get that same feel. So I'm curious. Uh, I'm I'm interested to say, like, hey, are we done? I wouldn't like to see that. I think it would be cool to just get that old classic zombie uh zombie horror but uh i mean i don't if this is the direction that you're going to continue to take i'm not going to be mad about it
1: yeah yeah
0: um all right so then let's go ahead and go into your characters the main character's name is ethan right ethan winters yes okay yes and mia is his wife correct okay so as ethan when you start the game out he is from seven correct yes okay so as you're developing, do you see the character also grow or is it kind of one of those things where it's just you're stumbling along and you're basically just watching the events of the game?
2: I believe he grows, but it's very, uh, very slightly. It's not like a huge difference. It's not like, hey, he's recognizing that he's this, he's someone knows he's this biome. I mean, come on, you stick your arm back, your cut off arm back to your arm and it just magically works. So you obviously know something uh, on how your powers work and whatnot. Uh, I don't really see like we see him grow to uh his full potential powers or i don't know whatever he has his main abilities right. but what i like though is his uh emotions being developed in the game at first it always seems like kind of freaking out whatever and all you know like scared and whatnot and you think would, that would be kind of over with with number seven mm-hmm. but later on in the game he gets more serious like hey i'm fighting to get my daughter back uh he's not kind of like being as scared anymore he's starting to get more serious and stern with these other uh villains Right. Uh, so there is a development there on his uh, emotional state. You could say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then, what's the name of his daughter? Rose. Rose. Okay. Is Rose much, much of a character of her own, or is she kind of just a plot device? Like just she's a plot daughter. device. Really? Just a plot device. Yeah. Do you think they'll some, ever expand her?
1: There.
2: Uh, there has to be because so, so in the very inning of the game, uh, your dad dies and you the you see Rose, uh, at the cemetery. Uh, standing above above her dad, so um, she gets picked up in a car. So it's like she obviously she has those powers. Obviously, it was hinted or you know said that she has all the powers, and that's why all the villains want her. So I'm gonna assume she, in this game she feels like just a a tool, um, like you said. But the next game, I do feel like okay, Rose is gonna be something way bigger. Now, would it be cool to see her as something that we need to stop? Maybe like a Chris Redfield, just like, "Hey, holy shit!" You know, maybe she's freaking out or something. Right. Or maybe she could be the next Resident Evil, and besides just shooting guns, or whatnot, maybe we get some little uh, some abilities we can actually use. That'd be something different for Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, actually, add in yeah. like a bio, uh, uh What is it called? Um, Bioshock kind of feel where you gain abilities and you can really mess yeah, those. That'd, that'd be a cool. cool addition. Yeah. Now I'm obviously new to the, to the franchise. I just bought Final Fantasy or Final Fantasy that one too, actually. Resident Wrong. Evil 4. So that shows you where I'm at. Um, is this your first time playing it? Well, it'll be my very first time playing any Resident Evil game. So, Holy shit. Is Resident Evil 4. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Uh, All <laughs> right. So uh, Chris Redfield. Now, wasn't he a good guy before or was he always a bad guy? Yeah, he's a good guy. He's okay. a good guy. But in this, he seems like he's an asshole.
2: So they make you... Uh, okay, yes. He's an asshole in the beginning and that's how they portray him. But then you kind of realize why oh, he's wait. so stern.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, because you're yeah. not necessarily a good guy in this one.
2: Yeah, so you're... It's like he's got tabs on you, because you realize later, like, this mother effer that you're playing as is a bio mutant, and yeah, it's kind of like flip-flop, right? So you're looking at the eyes of the Biomutant, which I like, but you notice later on in the game, which it gets super escalated, it's so much fun, because uh, at the later in the game... Um, uh uh you you become Chris and, and this is just all out like here, you got the top weapons, you can just blow you can just shit up everything. And I was like,
0: Yeah, oh my
2: god, this <laughs> is what I want. this is what I wanted. <laughs> uh oh, but man. then you realize like, hey, what's this true uh, is true backing behind it all.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that kind of reminds me of the end of a fallout. Every time at the end of a fallout you always get like one of the big suits that you always see them walking around in, and yeah, you're just yeah. like, Oh shit, now I got a minigun and it's great.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. that's
0: cool. Okay. So uh Villains in this game. Now, this game was sold with one villain in particular. uh But my, from my understanding, she's she's kind of over and done in the beginning. Is that right? Yes,
2: yes. Okay. She's your first boss that you kill.
0: How do you say her name? Because I can never pronounce. It. Lady. Oh, no, uh,
2: <laughs> Lady D. Lady D. Uh, I'm good right DR. there.
0: That's perfect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Lady De D. The mistress. The mistress. The mistress. Mi- Something like that
0: it's janet Man. mouse is the one who plays it but
2: yeah everyone says it's super fancy so i'm
0: like okay whatever yeah so lady d is what we're gonna call her okay uh, is she even <laughs> that much of a threat with her being the first boss and oddly the one that they're marketing the game off of was she much of a threat
2: uh so okay so i love how they market that because it gave so much mystery to after you destroy her you're like oh she's gonna be the big boss maybe she'll come up at the end and you kind of like each each villain has like, hey, here's a section. So when you go to this section, you know that's who you're facing. And the, and they plot the story around around that. So it literally feels like each one is a whole level, like if you're playing some Mario game or something. So when you find out she's the uh, first villain and you kill her, I just feel like there's so much mystery now what's past this point. Right. Because you don't know. They never marketed anything after her. Yeah. So uh, I, I love that. And... Uh, I, I wish more games would do that because then it kind of gives. It's kind of like why, when you watch an extended trailer to a movie and you already know like most of it, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like this definitely threw you off. Now, did I feel like it's a threat? I feel like every character were a threat in their own level. Mm-hmm. So each one is super thrilling. Each one is is super. Um, I'm trying to say each each one does feel like a threat each time you go to the each level. Yeah, I know I said each a lot, but yeah
0: yeah so what is your what is your main threat what what are you um as ethan who are you concerned about
2: so you're concerned with all the bosses because of this like royal family type ordeal and they work together and the and the, the big main boss that kind of controls all of them is uh god what's her name uh miranda 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 so she's kind of like the leader of like these four um uh, villains, you could say, and each one. So you got the uh, Lady D. Oh God, you know what? I can't remember all the names. <laughs> so okay. you got the this fish ugly person. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We got have the like puppet. Sebastian, Louisa. Okay, Leonardo. okay. The Duke. Okay, oh, okay. there it is the Duke, the Hag.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, gosh, where was I going with that now? Now I lost track because I forgot the <laughs> name. Forget the names. Um,
0: God, where was I going? What was the question? <laughs> well, I was just wondering who That's is exciting. your main villain? Because <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's driving Ethan. I know he's trying to save his daughter, but who's out there trying to stop him?
2: Okay, and Miranda's the one that's kind of the head honcho of this family. So you're going through these layers of getting to who is really behind it all.
0: Okay. So, yeah, so you're just kind of unpeeling that onion, trying to get to the core things. And that's where Miranda's at. Exactly. Um, All right, so it sounds like the story's pretty straightforward and stuff like that. And then just a tad bit of, of structure into the game. The way that it divides up each area of the world, depending on a boss, of course, bring it back to Bioshock, that's how Bioshock done is, is done as well. Uh, is that something new for Resident Evil, or is that kind of how it's always been?
2: Um, You know what? To my knowledge, hopefully I'm not wrong, but I think it's kind of new, because I don't remember like always having myself to go back to a central location to get to a, a different pathway. Um... I can't think of another one that I did that for, to be honest. Yeah, God of War
0: um, that way now and stuff like yeah, that. Have yeah, yeah. The they go from...
2: Yeah, because 4 is not like that. 5 is not like that. 6 is not like that. This might be the first of its kind. Besides, uh, well, 7, you were kind of stuck in the house the whole time, so...
0: Yeah, I remember uh, watching Dana Stream yeah. 7. That freaked the shit out of me, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that part where he goes into the basement? I think pretty early on, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And I'm yelling. At yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think this is the first time they did something
2: like this. Actually, I okay. can't okay. think of any other one. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like that. That's pretty good. um Okay, so uh it sounds like it was a pretty solid story, although short. uh Do you think it could be made into a movie or TV show? That's what I'm wondering.
2: Um, I don't know, man. Because when you when you look at the Resident Evil movies that are already made, and I'm trying to think of like, okay, well, now we can use nowadays type of thinking and technology seems just a little bit too extreme for a movie Uh, only because how do you like create a world like that and take it serious? You know,
0: what if you were kind of doing it through like a Blair witch situation where you're actually just some group of kids that are lost in the woods. I could see that.
2: I could see that. That'd be really entertaining. Um, I could definitely see that. But I'm yeah, but I can't see it as like I'm supposed to take the serious, like a Army of the Dead that was just released on Netflix. Like, right. can you do a zombie movie that's really like that? I know you can say 28 Days Later, but are they really like? I think it might be like uh, historical films, like a uh, classic or something like 28 Days Later, how everybody always references that movie here and there. Mm-hmm. But for a Resident Evil movie, I just don't see it. I mean, I know they're doing the animated series on, on Netflix, I believe.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but nobody's gonna be. I mean, I don't know. I have a hope in Netflix because they make some great. Anime type right. animation movies like Castlevania, and I, I really enjoy Dodo right now. But we'll see. I don't. I don't know. Not. Nah, not really.
0: Because it feels like they're not making resi- They're not making zombie games. They shouldn't make a zombie movie based off this. This feels much more like a Conjuring or like a good horror film. Yeah, kind of off yeah. of this, I actually am more interested in seeing a movie based off these last two games than I am about seeing the earlier movies where it's yeah. just zombie kill fest. Kind of broke yeah. on ones.
2: Yeah, that'd be way more... Uh, that's a better idea than the way I was thinking because I was thinking of the whole Kill Fest thing. So yeah. if you did do something like this, it might be a lot better, yeah.
0: All right, so uh, for the story, we're going to give this one a grade. Out of 30, what are you scoring, it, man? 30? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, I'll do it as a... Let me give you an odd number. Let me it's give a you 15. a 17.
0: 17. Wow, that is not <laughs> great. Out of 30, Yeah, uh, because I mean,
2: does anybody ever talk about the story in Resident Evil games? maybe Daniel well, that just, this like, one
0: in particular I thought that would yeah. be the case because this one in particular yeah. seems to be having a lot of hype for it
2: uh, it is but I think it's more of the gameplay and the development of the villains and the the, the design and uh, the beautiful world Yeah, I think it's more than like okay I'm just going after my daughter that has powers and this family is taking her from me that's yeah. that's the story there you go done
0: alright moving <laughs> on to gameplay guys we are leveling up and we're in gameplay but Boom, we got sound effects where we're gonna put the sound effects in, but in case you guys wanted extra sound effects, we also have squeaks adding them in himself. So. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> Control,
0: movement, camera. Let's go to the basics first before we go to combat. Does it feel like because I know with like Resident Evil 2 or whatever, it apparently had that janky combat or uh, controls where you like move, you have to turn first, then yeah, move. Yeah, is any of that still around? Nope,
2: it's completely gone. It's like if you were just playing a first person Call of Duty or something.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah uh so does it feel pretty smooth did they do good with the movement
2: oh most definitely yeah even like uh when you're walking and you're like you've like you're taking steps it really does feel like you're you're actually i mean taking a full step instead of just like moving forward you know yeah it has, um, actually has
0: the head bob and everything
2: yeah yeah um so i believe that's all great especially in this uh, type of environment that you're in that's all like so dead and grays and all these like grayscales with the blacks and the dark to the dark tone that uh, It really makes it feel creepy because you're walking, but then obviously you could run, but just the way that you're... The walking itself is kind of like a... I don't know. I feel like it really brings out that environment because it just makes it that much creepier.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: And then another thing that's kind of infamous from the old days of Resident Evil is its menu. It's inventory and storage. It was this thing where basically guns had a different shape and you had to kind of fit them all in your storage. Do they kind of stick true to that in any way or is that all out the door as well?
2: Nope, they do. So... My dumbass had a bunch of empty spots, so I just put the fucking plant in my inventory. Right, <laughs> I was like, "Nope, you gotta like turn this sideways and move it over here, and then you gotta do that." Which it's fine, honestly, it's not a big deal—a uh, big deal to me. But at first, I was like, "I don't get it. I can't just auto sort it?" Yeah. Um, it's not like something that I would dock it for. I mean, it's not a big deal, really. Um, but they still have that type of inventory system. Uh, they have they added. I can't think of on top of my head which ones had it. I'm blinking out. Some people are going to get mad. Uh, they have a crafting, uh, uh, thing that they do now. Um, instead of just putting things together, you can get like a, uh, well, it's a little, it's just the menu looks different. So itself. I know you could combine gunpowder with something else and you're making or something, this one had like a specific designated menu for it. Now, instead of picking up the items, it'll go to this this like this section. Say if I picked up a towel and a fucking alcohol bottle, put it together, and you got medicine now, whatever the hell, you know? Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, of
0: different ways with that. <laughs>
2: going different paths there. You're yeah. a bit more lethal. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's kind of like, ha- it had a designated menu now for that. And I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah.
0: Okay. I wonder, why do you think they stick with that old inventory system?
2: I don't know. I don't know. You know, it was funny, because I don't uh, give uh, some credit for my uh, brother-in-law here. Um, he... uh hates the resident evil six manure as like a cell phone uh like popped up a cell phone look like a futuristic digital cell phone where it's all like the screen itself and uh uh and uh whatchamacallit and that was it i don't remember too much it's been a while now Mm -hmm. I, i don't maybe it's one of those things where you know it's like a how do you say it like a when you use it you know it's resident evil you know i see it's so what identifiable you, you,
0: to the franchise
2: yeah maybe that you know maybe that's why they just keep don't going, going with something that for instead the
0: curious, something for the loyalists okay yeah yeah it's funny that they just feel more comfortable changing zombies in a resident evil game than they do inventory right yeah it's, it's such a big change
2: Okay.
0: Hmm. all right uh furthering on we have the combat uh is combat limited by ammo like it was in the old days
2: uh it is but the advantage of this it really does feel like you can pick up ammo here and there um and that's that's fine a little bit more but also you're crafting if the more you search the more obviously items that you'll find and this game really makes it feel like you can craft more items so uh you can craft ammo as long as you get the recipe for it shotgun shells handguns whatever the case whatever ammo there is it kind of gives you that extra ability now playing on normal which i did for a little bit it's like you're emptying (laughs) emptying a whole clip into just a normal wolf character yeah. that you start off with. And that's not necessarily how I, I okay. So I'm going to explain this. I don't like just playing a game where I got to run away to you. I'm not an outlast fan, you know? Yeah. Uh, I want to like destroy shit, you know? So like, if I'm playing Resident Evil game, I want to blow your head off. You know? Yeah. That's just how it makes
0: sense. Cause you're such a gears of war fan. So it's like, that that is
2: true that is true (laughs) I do just want to blow shit up and stomp them when they're on the ground you know yeah uh so um so the normal really like changes that feel and they've done that even prior before like I remember playing Resident Evil 3 it like indicates to you the remake indicates that hey if you're gonna play on normal you're gonna get less ammo and run around and then easy you get more ammo and that's just like how I like to play um but uh there are ways to find that. It's not just like put two rounds and run away because you can find some more ammo. But other than that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Is this first person or third person? I don't
2: know. First person.
0: Okay. Compared to other first person shooters, what is there anything unique to this genre or to, to Resident Evil franchise compared to like say a Far Cry or uh Halo?
2: Yeah, I think it's the uh the settings itself really. The uh, the darkness tones, the eeriness to it. Uh, really with this one. So, like for example, you said Far Cry. What the 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 enemies in Far Cry? You have that one that's super developed, right? You got that main one,
1: right?
2: Always on the cover, and then there's little ones, and you're like, okay, you kind of know of them, but you don't really get deep dive. This one really is like you get to know a not so much of a backstory, but you're you're definitely when you're in that level with the villain, Mm -hmm. you're definitely uh, experiencing things and going through the emotions that they're going through. Uh, So that's developing a whole new world. So. a level besides like a Far Cry. Uh, it really seems that it's it's like, it's like di- obviously different than those uh, other ones because it is that scarce also. Like I right. said, you do get the ammo, but it's definitely not as uh, common as if you were just to blow shit up in a Far Cry
1: yeah.
2: game. So um, I don't know. I think this is a step up for all like those. T- so seven was like Outlast, right? You kind of say like, you're mostly running away, hiding, ducking, and shit like that. This one really brought the uh, the action packed into it. So it's that combination of like eeriness. Because what what is what is there out there that's semi like that? You know. That's
0: what I'm. That's what um, I'm kind of getting to is. Yeah. You when know, I think of first person shooters, like you can. There a lot of times they'll they'll pitch them as like oh well you can go in stealth or you can go and just murdering everything. Yeah. Um, you have those options, or a lot of times they're just like if they're Halo, it's like yeah you just go in and murder everything. Yeah. Halo does have scarcity of ammo, but you're. Constantly picking up guns from the enemies—that's not a big. Deal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, Resident Evil is probably the only franchise, and this one probably is even more so than any other ones, uh, is the only franchise that adds a level of, the scarcity in, is is part of it, of horror to it. That yeah, you don't see in a Far Cry like that. You're like you're actually like worried and scared the whole time that y- you might not survive. When in Far, sure, Far Cry, like yeah. I'm just like, yeah, just give me enough ammo and a good spot to kind of duck and hide. I will win this fight eventually. And it feels yeah. like in Resident Evil that might not be the case.
1: Yeah,
2: because this one it really is, you're in, let's picture it, you're in a lane. You can't change lanes of this. In Far Cry, you can kind of do freely whatever you want. Right. They want you to experience this, uh, this type of gameplay and this story. So if they want you to use all your guns and go all out, then they're going to have designated area for that. Mm-hmm. If they want you to hide and you can't shoot or do anything, that's part of the level two that you're not going to just freely use your weapons.
0: Right. So, it's yeah. a very guided linear path, much like Halo compared to yeah. Marvel, or the older True. school Halos compared to Fargo. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Let's go ahead and give this one a grade then. Out of 30 for gameplay. What are you thinking, man? 25. 25. <laughs> There's so much more to the video of this than there is in the other. Yeah. You've got dance moves for everything.
2: I know. I know.
0: All right. We're going into design and I think this might be the highlight of the game. Uh, we'll go into graphics first. Uh, We're going to go look at level design first. So you're walking around and you're in this new uh, new and unique world. Uh, Is there anything highlighted? Anything you want to make sure to spotlight for the level design?
1: (sighs) Let's see. Um, Yeah, you got to definitely. Okay.
2: Going to each villain. Okay. In each world, each level is so unique to that character. And that's what I'm going to highlight. So there's this one female, I forget the names, obviously that she deals with puppets. So once you like open her lane, her gate, whatever, and go through that trail to get to her, you're in this foggy forest with like a like dolls hanging from the trees. Okay. So it's super creepy feeling. Uh, when you uh, uh, what's the the uh, there's like a fish person. Basically, she he turns into a fish and tries to kill you. Uh, so that one's more like. Uh, next to the waters, and then kind of going over little bridges that are yeah. with the water. So that's one where I highlight the most. That each level is definitely tailored to that villain that you're going after at the moment.
0: Okay, that you know? that that does remind me of like we'll go back to Bioshock when you're going to fight somebody that may be in charge of the the radio system or entertainment, for example. There is a guy you kill. You're seeing like stages and stuff like that you're going through, which is really cool. Um, of the level design, like what um how would they kind of capture that character? You're saying like puppets and stuff like that. Did the music change too or anything like that or colors?
2: It wasn't so much of the music, but it was so much of um, the feel. So if you're in in the puppet one, you're like, oh shit, this is kind of like creepy as hell, right? But if you go to the uh, guy with the big hammer, he like controls like all metal and stuff, pretty much Magneto. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's in a factory. So it's not, it's more like a little higher pace than a, you know which one we call it. The uh, Lady D is in a castle, so you kind of get that whole like uh well, actually like in a big mansion. So yeah. it's almost like man, it's some old school Resident Evil stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like a posh, uh, mixed
2: in with the yeah. castle too. Yeah, so uh, it's it's definitely like that. Uh, but you keep referencing Bioshock, and I do want to highlight. Have you heard of all the Resident Evil trouble of uh, copyright issues that they're having I have being not. sued for? No. So basically, there's a lot of designing uh design in the levels itself that are being stolen from a book oh. and this author yeah you've heard yeah. of that right i have heard about uh, this actually yeah yeah so something new that happened was that a guy that made the movie they said that wrestling Evil take his villains yeah so you see the helic the helicopter the chapter that's the one guy, that sells right? it
0: yeah and i'm thing.
2: like okay you cannot say you did not steal that yeah it's if a- that was before the game that is Identical, yeah. They like <laughs> came out in
0: 2016 too. It's it's definitely before the game.
2: Yeah, so it's like there's no way. So it's interesting that I wonder if Bioshock had a huge part of this part of this game.
0: Yeah, and I I just use Bioshock as, Bioshock as as an example because it's probably the closest that I'm familiar with, like in this realm, you know. And we've done a level up about it. But yeah, I mean, it's not like it's a uniquely a unique design, like the idea of going from boss to boss and stuff like that. Yeah. But that is a very good point that you brought up about that guy that bringing those those <laughs> villains because. The helicopter one in particular, the prop plane one, yeah. is there's no doubt a copy. The other ones are a stretch, but I think that one for sure is yeah, a good copy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens to that. Capcom might be. Yeah, seriously,
2: maybe. I think they are, man. They don't look. It doesn't look good. That's yeah. for sure. No.
0: Yeah. Uh, that being said, guys, check out our Capcom coverage of <laughs> during E3. <laughs> <laughs> cut this. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been at their booth quite a bit during E3 uh, Media Week, so. <laughs> Alright, um, audio design. You're saying that there isn't a change in audio when you're going from level to level? Um, it's more sounds to be honest. I mean,
2: uh, when you get to like the Chris portion of the game was at the very ending, they got the music going on there before the fact because that's supposed to be your like action-packed like right. Rambo movie type thing, ordeal. Um, so it's mostly in sounds. I mean, obviously there there is some uh, like low-pitched music's going on with some boss fights, but other than that, it's, it's mostly the soundings
1: of the game than it is music. Okay.
0: Is there yeah. anything that made like a, a unique sound that you really that stood out to you? It was like, oh, this is important.
1: Oh shit! Uh,
2: <laughs> I know one that scared the shit out of me. Was there? Uh, you're going after. Gosh, which boss is this? I think it's the Puppet Girl, mm-hmm. and you're in the basement, and uh, there's this baby chasing you, and it keeps fucking crying. But this baby is like this huge ass fucking slug, mutant looking thing uh and it's chasing me but it keeps crying uh like you know like a baby would cry like right? baby. yeah and uh so that part was like oh shit <laughs> this thing's chasing me it's oh yeah. my god and it one time it scared the crap out of me because once you open a door it just it just busts open through the door like it's so unexpected and just scared the crap out of me so if we were talking about the silence i think that one is the one that is most memorable to me
0: okay um that does sound scarier than shit <laughs> <laughs> uh creepy babies chasing you down that's some sort yeah. of slug uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how about the voice acting anybody that's really standing out to you because I know that like for example I know they used some of the voice actors from like the Resident Evil remakes they used in this game so was there anybody that really carried over that you're like oh yeah that's Jill Valentine is one of the characters that they used again oh uh, shit stand out? yeah
2: no actually no not not like that but whoever I mean voice acting themselves and who I thought did a great job was uh uh, the guy with the fucking uh, Carl Heisenberg. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: He's one of the last guys. I thought he was fun. Um, just, uh, it's not so much a, uh, I guess you could say his voice, voice acting, yeah, it was good. But he was really just like fun character. But okay. he was, yeah, he was like a kind of like that jokester feel in a way.
1: Well, well. Didn't think anyone was left. You must be pretty tough. Who the fuck are you? Oh, you're not local. Even better. Mother Miranda's gonna love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, He felt yeah.
0: very, like, he was very casual in the situation. There yes. Was high tense, very high action. Yeah, yeah, engine. yeah, yeah. That's played by neil Newbin, uh, so that's the one that played uh Carl Heisenberg okay um but yeah, so a lot of the staff a lot of the cast in this were voice actors from other video games and Capcom especially, so uh some real vets in this uh, all right, so let's go ahead and move into for design your your score out of thirty. what do you give it
2: uh okay, so just design not like talking about uh not talking about how I really like the level itself, just the designs, right.
0: Well, the level design and everything like that, yeah. Okay. This is
2: your, okay, big, so this is your last go, big score. Okay, go I'm going to go... I'm going to go 25.
0: 25. Yeah. All right, that's not as high as I thought overall for this game yeah. so far. All right, so <laughs> your total is 67, which is yep. a pretty fancy D, right? Okay, I've, yeah. I've gotten yeah. by uh, with worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we have 10 extra bonus points. We're moving into the bonus round. Uh, You... Kicked to the right zombie, and all of a sudden this door opened up. You go inside and you found a bunch of treasure. Uh, in this bonus round, you could add ten more points, up to ten more points, uh, okay. for any particular reason you want to. Right, what are you
1: adding? Okay, I'm gonna add three points to the story. Okay. Mm, man, I gave pretty high scores for the other two. Yeah. It's just level design and uh, what was that middle one again? That
0: first one. Uh, you have uh level gameplay. design and gameplay. Yeah designing gameplay,
1: um, let's go let's go 30 on gameplay let's
2: go add another 5 on gameplay and then I'll call it quits there so I'll add 7
0: you gave this game a solid C then it's a 75 oh okay. god
1: that's
0: yeah it, it, it's amazing how much a score changes yeah. when you actually break down yeah. each piece of it
1: yeah right so we're gonna say that 75
0: <laughs> um, remember way later on we're gonna compare this to the Resident Evil games remember you guys just gave this one a C so think that <coughs> keep that in okay. mind. <laughs> um okay so we gave this one a c uh why did you feel like it needed to be boosted up you gave it the the additional points was there anything in particular that stood out to you maybe you really liked any certain character i know the the merchant is like the one everybody's talking about that was a surprise yeah. hit
2: which i don't really know why honestly i think the merchant was just there yeah i don't know why everybody likes this guy so much i <laughs> i just don't get it he's just there yeah um at least to me so um a little upset with the score, but I'm sticking to it only because this is definitely my like top three favorite Resident Evil games of all time.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I love this game. I love the, if this is the future of Resident Evil, I love where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this game was a blast. Um, you know, it was kind of scary and then it had its action packed moments. Yeah. And that's why it needed more than <laughs> definitely. I think overall, I like it, since I have it rated so high on my Resident Evil games. He definitely
0: needed that boost. All right. Uh, I think that's a good score. Let's go ahead and go into some some fun facts and trivia here. Uh, Jeff Shine, who voices Chris Redfield, also provided the voice for Carlos in Resident Evil 3 Remake. Did you play the Resident Evil 3 Remake? Resident
2: Evil 3. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's kind of
0: interesting. Um, same with the voice actor for Heisenberg, Neil Newbin, He voiced uh, Nikolai in Resident Evil 3 Remake. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh let's see. And then uh Julian, uh the nervous uh Louisa's nervous son is voiced by the same actor who did uh Lucas in Resident Evil 7. That's kind of an older one.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, so we have a lot of these. There's a there's a bunch of lists of that, so we don't need to go into everything. Um <clears throat> let's see what else we have here. Uh Carl Heisenberg's appearance is inspired by Van Helsing, while his personality was based off of Nicolas Cage. So they really? mm. the character, they wanted him to be Nicolas Cage playing Van Helsing, which I'm down for that, Hollywood. So you just guys go ahead and work on that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm not angry about it. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, they used real life face actors for all of these. so But they were different than the voice actors, which is kind of like nowadays you've been seeing that kind of like where they actually use the same face for the voice actor as well. Uh, but no, they've been, they got a bunch of models to play the faces and then voice mm-hmm. actors play the voices.
1: And that threw me off
2: once because they were talking about Lady D and they're like, oh, this is the girl who, uh, who uh, f- is the face for it. And then I saw later on, they advertised like, oh, here, this is Lady D. I was like, that doesn't even look like the same person. So that does make sense now.
0: Yeah. So uh, here's another one here. In designs for the village itself, art director Tomanari Tama- Takano uh, was tasked with creating a foreboding environment that would have have its effect even if uh in the daytime settings feeling the story might become complicated for the player to remember a storybook was designed that the players would read to get a get the story of the uh, summary of the story so basically they kind of wanted to make this thing like a brother's grim story you know what i'm saying like a true fairy tale story and they wanted it to be scary if it was daytime or nighttime just because it was that foreboding forest that was always over you okay okay which seems to go through um so yeah basically just uh oh here is the last one i want to make sure to do uh, one of the bonus weapons that you can unlock in the mercenaries mode is a lightsaber. Son
2: of a bitch! I want to play. I'm going to play mercenaries <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> I wanted to end on that one. All right. Uh, okay, so now you're headed into the Squeaks Museum of Video Games, and you're going over to the horror section. You got your top five horror games up <laughs> on the Squeaks Museum of Horror. All right, is this in the list? <sighs>
1: Yes, it's in there. <laughs> this okay. is it's up there. It's up there.
0: Okay, now where does it compare to other Resident Evil games?
2: Uh, for me, okay, this is this is just me now. Yeah, uh, I think it's top three, and I'm gonna go with the. Uh, it's gonna be uh next to the Resident Evil Three remake. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little biased. I like Resident Evil Three way back to the PlayStation One day, so I'm a little biased of keeping like Resident Evil Three close to me. And then I think. God, this is just because of memories. Okay. Just okay. like I played this game a lot. I played it with multiple friends. I
0: love all this like padding. Uh, and yeah. It's just
2: because people are going to be mad. But it's the next to Resident Evil 5.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, that's
0: why. That's why I needed it. <laughs> I don't hear much about Resident Evil 5. That one's kind yeah. of just out there. Um, that one
2: is more memories, though, because I played it by myself and then I played it with Joe, who's on here. And then I played it with another friend in high school that's on here. So I, I love that Resident Evil 5. I yeah. went to the midnight release for it. i got a little snow little sand globe and my I got one of those two at a yard sale. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. uh
0: okay, so you're saying that this is the third best Resident Evil game. Um uh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. So but you gave it a C, which is what's what's concerning. Because you're fucking up my score. you count, you counted wrong. <laughs> no, I look, those listening, we edit out me buzzing out the calculator to
1: double check. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's because a score or a it's, right the, there. it's it's because the story.
2: I can't give a, if I'm comparing it to other Resident Evil games, then yeah, it'll be like a B plus on a story. Yeah, but if I'm comparing it just to a story itself, it, like who cares? Like you're going in there, you're just trying to get your daughter back. You got these bad guys that want to keep you away from your daughter, and that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah,
0: that's and why we give fungus, you the extra ten points because you know? if it wasn't for those extra ten points, this thing would be a D. So you got to you know? give it like, look, yeah, the story wasn't great, but I enjoyed playing it. So let me give you those extra points. You know. Yeah, so, I guess, that yeah. was fair um, alright guys well that is it uh, great job on this squeaks I know um, <laughs> I know you had to deal with not only playing the game but Daniel talking shit the whole time so yeah
2: extra I think he got mad because I was a couple hours ahead of him because I I didn't wait for him really and I'm that fucking guy (laughs) sat down for hours just be like oh yeah you know I'm just like four hours ahead of you now man (laughs) screw you you made that a goal and I know you did (laughs) I know
0: he must have because he mentioned that you were ahead of him in the beginning so he must have seen that and realized it and was like I don't need to go to work tomorrow
2: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) all right
0: well, this is a great one. Uh, all right, guys. We will see you guys next week. We have a lot more E3 coverage coming up. We have a podcast coming out every day of actual E3 events. Um, and we have a couple more interviews coming out. So stick with us and we'll, uh, we'll have a lot more to share with you. All right. Bye. Bye.